0: Good morning and welcome to worship on this sixth Sunday of Easter, a very happy Mother's Day to all moms who are being celebrated and honored today and to all who are celebrating loving mothers or remembering loving mothers this morning. Welcome to you all, whether you're joining us on our OOSL podcast, our YouTube channel or our radio broadcast this morning. For worship today, we welcome Pastor Don Wisner, who will be sharing a sermon, and we welcome guest musicians Merlin Audi and Dale Freeberg, who join Michaela, Pastor Sarah, and I for special music this morning. I remind you that a bulletin is available um, for download on our website. You can find that at oslme.com on our worship page. And I invite you now, in preparation for worship, to light a candle, to gather some bread and wine or juice, so that we can celebrate Holy Communion together as a part of our worship this morning. We begin our worship with a thanksgiving for baptism, as we gather under the sign of the cross, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen! refreshed by the resurrection life we share in Christ, let us give thanks for the gift of baptism. We thank you, risen Christ, for these waters where you make us new, leading us from death to life, from tears to joy. We bless you, risen Christ, that your spirit comes to us in the grace-filled waters of rebirth, like rains to our thirsting earth, like streams, that revive our souls like cups of cool water shared with strangers. Breathe your peace on your church when we hide in fear. Clothe us with your mercy and forgiveness. Send us companions on our journey as we share your life. Make us one, risen Christ. Cleanse our hearts, shower us with life. To you be given all praise with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God, now and forever. Amen. I invite you to join in singing our gathering hymn this morning, God Beyond All, praising hymn number 880. Mm -hmm. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O God, you have prepared for those who love you joys beyond understanding. Pour into our hearts such love for you, that loving you above all things, we may obtain your promises, which exceed all we can desire. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, and our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. At this time, we join Denise Vick, our Director of Children and Family Ministry, for a children's message.
1: Good morning and welcome to the sixth Sunday of Easter. Today we talk about friendship and love. In today's story from the World Story Bible, we hear about how Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. And when we share God's love, it bears fruit. Let me read to you from our World Story Bible on page 386, the story titled, Jesus the Vine. Jesus knew he wouldn't be able to stay with his disciples forever. He wanted them to understand how much he loved them. God's family is like a vine full of grapes, Jesus said. The disciples raised their eyebrows. What did love have to do with vines or grapes? What happens when a branch is cut from the vine? Jesus asked. The branch can't grow, answered James. When a branch is cut from the vine, it can't grow fruit. But what happens when branches are attached to the vine? They grow lots of grapes, Peter said. Jesus nodded. I am the vine, you are the branches. I love you so you can love others. Jesus looked at his disciples with love. You are my friends. I love you so much that I am willing to give up my life for you. That is the greatest love you can have for someone. The disciples were amazed Jesus would give up everything for them. This is my commandment. Love each other like I love you, Jesus said. Jesus always loves us no matter what, the disciples thought. Jesus is willing to give up his life for us. How can we love each other like that? Jesus smiled at his friends. Love each other. Be joyful. Go and grow fruit. Go and love others so they know God's love. The Bible is filled with stories about friends, Ruth and Naomi, David and Jonathan, Mary and Martha, Jesus and all of his disciples, and many, many more. There are all kinds of friend stories in the Bible. Today's story about friends was from John's Gospel. Let me ask you these questions about John's Gospel. Is John's Gospel in the New or the Old Testament? If you said, New Testament, you're correct. Now, is John's gospel the first, second, third or fourth gospel? Now, if you said it's the fourth, you're correct. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. And my last question is a true or false question. John's gospel has seven very, very long stories about Jesus. If you said true, you're correct. John's stories about Jesus are longer than all the stories in all the Gospels. In today's story, Jesus describes what he'll do for his friends. And what was that? That he'd be willing to lay down his own life for them. That is the greatest love you can have for someone. It's how most of our parents feel about us, our their children, right? They do almost anything for us. Now... Let's talk about things you do for your friends because you love them. What is something that you would do for a friend you loved? Maybe you would share your toys or your sporting equipment with them like tennis rackets or catching mitts and balls so that you could play a game of catch. Or you can invite them to your birthday party or just over to your house for a fun weekend barbecue. You could give them hugs now that COVID is starting to to let us allow us to give hugs again. You could pray for them. You could call them or text them when they're out of town and let them know that you miss them, right? And you're thinking of them. You could hang out together watching funny videos and laugh and laugh with them. You could go out to eat with them or share a meal with them, or just be with them when they're feeling sad and they don't wanna do anything. There are so many, many things you can do with and for a friend that you love. You see, we love our friends in all kinds of ways, right? And you know what? Jesus loves us just that much more for it. So today, today, I want you to find a way to make your branch produce many grapes. Your vine will be so proud of you. Let us end this time in prayer. Dear God, thank you for providing us with friends that we love. Thank you for John's Gospel Stories of Jesus. And help us to show love to our friends each and every day. It is in Jesus' name that we pray these things. Amen.
0: Our first reading today is taken from 1 John, chapter 5. God's children believe that Jesus is the Messiah and love God by keeping God's commandments. Thus, the world is conquered, not through military might, but through love and faith. A reading from 1 John. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God, and everyone who loves the parent loves the child. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commandments. For the love of God is this, that we obey his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome, for whatever is born of God conquers the world. And this is the victory that conquers the world, our faith. Who is it that conquers the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not with the water only, but with the water and the blood. And the Spirit is the one that testifies, for the Spirit is the truth. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. We join together in singing our gospel acclamation, the Celtic Alleluia.
2: The Holy Gospel that is appointed for this, the sixth Sunday of Easter, is a reading from St. John, the 15th chapter beginning at the ninth verse. The Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and to bear fruit, fruit that will last so that the Father will give you whatever you ask him in my name. I am giving you these commandments so that you might love one another. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Grace be unto you and peace from God the Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Like many of you, I feel like I have emerged from a cave that I have been living in for well over a year. Thanks to Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and & Johnson, the stone to the cave has been rolled away. And uh, we, all of us, have been able to walk out into a whole new reality. Uh, people are calling that the new normal. I wish I could use this time this morning to talk and describe about what this new normal looks like, but we're right in the middle of it. And therefore we have to wait until it reveals itself. Many people are frightened by this unknowing and change scares many, many people. But for those of us who have grown up in the church, people of faith, we shouldn't be surprised Our very, very faith is based on the tenet that Jesus has come to make all things new. We are not people, after all, of resuscitation. We are people of resurrection. And we are living in a time when we can experience resurrection in a whole new way. And while this is the new normal, there is also, sad to say, an old normal that we must become aware of and we must talk about this morning. The church, for over 2,000 years, has lived in a sort of normalcy of division, of schism, of inability to, to love. And it is caused numerous heartaches throughout the history of the church. In fact, many say that the church's history can be really written by periods of division. The very first century of the church experienced the division. The, The Pauline people versus the Patrine people, debating over whether or not one had to be Jewish first in order to then become Christian was the first opportunity that the church faced to be split. This sad history, this sad normalcy of the inability of the church to love is probably what prompted Jesus, who had a foreunderstanding that this might be the case, to spend so much time talking about the need for the church to love. I I have uh, friends that have left the church and tell me, well, the church is always telling me what to do. In truth, in truth, Jesus only told the church to do two things. Number one, to remember him. And number two, to love one another. That's the only two commands that Jesus ever gave to us. It's probably a good thing because we have not been able to do well with just the two of them. This inability to love has been the hallmark of the church. And so Jesus set up a kind of syllogism for the church to follow. As Jesus was loved by God, So Jesus, in the same manner, would love the disciples, and the disciples, in like manner, were to love one another. It it sounds simple enough, doesn't it? But our history says that is not the case. And if that were not even enough that a syllogism works, Jesus said, okay, I'll model it for you. This is what it would look like. To to love one another means quite simply to give yourselves one to another, to place yourself in one another's keeping. But it even is more complicated and yet more simple than that. Jesus said, if you look around you and you see someone who is hungry, uh, love demands that you feed them. If you see someone without enough clothes to keep them warm, take off your jacket uh, and give it to them. If you see somebody who does not have shelter from weather and hardship, invite them in to a place of safety and care. That love is not just simply a a joyous feeling, but love instead always takes the shape of a sacrificial action. When I was growing up in the the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and we went through our three years of confirmation, we, we spent 20 weeks, 20 weeks learning the Ten Commandments. We we spent 10 weeks just learning the commandments, and we spent 10 more weeks learning their meaning. But Jesus said there is a great commandment. There, There is one greater than that whole Decalogue, and it simply is this, that, As my brothers and my sisters, as my family, as my friends, I only ask of you to do one thing, and that is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your strength, with all your might, but also to love your neighbor as yourself. Amen.
0: Our hymn of the day is We Know That Christ is Raised, hymn number 449. Alive in the risen Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we bring our prayers before God, who promises to hear us and answer in steadfast love. After each prayer petition we sing, the Lord is my song, hymn number 751. Loving God, you call us to be your fruit-bearing church. Strengthen the bonds among all Christian churches, that together we might bear your love in and through our acts of mercy and justice and welcome. Creating God, the earth praises you. The seas roar and the hills sing for joy. Fill the earth with your love, so that by their song all creatures of land and sea and sky, burrowing and soaring, may call us to join with them in praise as we take note of the wonder of your creation, make us also learn to better honor it, to care for it, and to renew it through our good conservation. We pray to the Lord. savior you conquer the world not with weapons but with undying love plant your word in the hearts of all nations leaders and give them your spirit of justice justice that lifts up the lowly that cares for the stranger that honors the other may all people neighbors near and far live in peace caring healer you forget no one and accompany the lonely Provide for those needing homes or needing medical care and direct us as your people toward life-changing responses to those needs in our own communities. Be present with those who are sick or suffering, especially this day we lift up Jim Holt, Richard Ninas, Mary Busolaki, Janice Page, Kelly Schull, Erica Peterson, Levi Miller. Ken Breckner, Deb Johnson, Holly Long, Susie Gerolamo, Carol May, and Susan Price Caldwell. We lift up in prayer Betty Moe and her family in the death of Maynard, the family of Matthew Wright, the family of Esther Jetram, the family of Donna Nieby, Karen Jensen's mother, the family of Robert Federico, and the family of Lola Thompson, whose memorial service we celebrated yesterday here at OSL. We pray to the Lord. Gracious God, as a mother comforts her child, you comfort us. Bless mothers and all the mothering people in our lives. Comfort those who miss their mothers. Comfort mothers who grieve. Comfort those who grieve because they cannot be mothers through birth. And comfort those who have never known a loving mother. God of love, bless Ryan and Ashley Garfield, who were joined in marriage last weekend. Bless them and their families as they are now bound together. Gentle Redeemer, all who die and you abide in your presence forever. We remember with thanksgiving those who shared your love through their lives, especially Robert, Donna, Maynard, Esther, and Matthew. Keep us united with them in your lasting love. In the hope of the new life in Christ, we raise our prayers to you, trusting in your never-ending goodness and mercy. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray to the Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. I invite you to share a greeting of peace if you're gathered with others for worship this morning as we send a greeting of peace and love to you. Peace be with you. Peace. On behalf of our whole congregation, I thank you for your continued generosity, for all the ways that you support the work of helping those in need in our greater community and here in the ongoing work of our Savior's Lutheran Church. Your support is vital as we continue to follow in the ways and work of Jesus. We welcome your offerings to OSL, to our shared ministry. You are invited to send in your offering to the church office or use our online giving option on our website at oslme.com. If you have not already done so, I invite you now to gather Bread and wine are juice for our celebration of Holy Communion as we sing together our offertory. Let us talents and tongues employ hymn number 674, verse 1. Let us pray. God of love, you call us beloved children and welcome us to your table. Receive our lives and the gifts we offer. Abide with us and send us in service to a suffering world for the sake of your beloved child, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus has taught us. At this time, I invite you to celebrate this meal um, if you're gathered with others or receive the gifts of this meal yourself. The love of God is poured out in this meal. May that love pour forth through you into this world God loves. This is the body of Christ given for you. This is the blood of Christ shed for you. As you celebrate Holy Communion this morning, we offer now some special music, a song entitled Shelter Me, written for this time of pandemic, this time of COVID-19. Special guest musicians join together as we share this gift of music with you now. body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. Wellspring of joy, through this meal you have put gladness in our hearts, satisfy the hunger still around us, and send us as joyful witnesses that your love may bring joy to the hearts of all people, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Now, as you go forth into the rest of this day, go forth with this blessing. May our glorious God grant you a spirit of wisdom to know and to love the risen Lord Jesus, the God of life, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. But before we send you on your way into the rest of this day, I have just a couple of announcements to share with you, of uh, the ministers of OSL. Um, and the first and primary announcement is that our Return to In-Person Worship Task Force is meeting, and our OSL Council has approved a Return to In-Person Worship date. We will be gathering on June 13th for our first in-person worship after quite a long time. Please stay tuned for more information as that task force continues to develop our protocols and our safety procedures, um, as well as... Uh, We will be sharing with you soon a date at which you will be invited to sign up for that first worship service. We will be inviting you over the course of the summer to sign up for each of those Sunday morning worship services. So please stay tuned. More information will continue to come to you. Finally, if you have a prayer concern, a prayer request, you would like some personal support from either one of our parish nurses or one of our pastors, please reach out to us. We are here for you. You can find all of our contact information on our website at oslme.com. We conclude our worship today as we sing together our sending hymn, Praise to the Lord the Almighty, hymn number 858. We will sing together verses 1, 3, and 4. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Go in peace. Share the good news. Hallelujah. Thanks be to God.